Right, here we are again. It's been That's, a week, yeah, and we're back for our second episode Which of Parrot and Blue. Um, we haven't been taken off the air, so that's a good, good start. Doing well, doing well. There's my phone just pinged in a very unprofessional manner, but we'll ignore that. Let's start with the performance at Old Trafford. Now, it's amazing, isn't it? There's so many Villa fans have heard, oh, I've come away from there feeling, feeling good that we've only got a point. Yeah. I know this is not vintage Manchester United, but is it still a kind of line in the sand, a turning point for Villa, that they've gone there and been competitive and, and got something I'll from say it? I'd say so, yeah. I asked Dean afterwards and he, he disagreed in a way because he, he, he said Villa have been doing it all season anyway at the big grounds and whatnot, but two wins since 1983 at Old Trafford is scary. Last win there was a decade ago. What year were you born? Nine, so yeah, birthday today. <laughs> um, so um, it's been a bit of a bogey ground. Uh, it was a scene of the 2016 relegation as well, where it was all confirmed there. So yeah, went to Old Trafford thinking, oh, okay, it's a typical ground that swallows Villa up usually. But uh, I thought it was a turning point with the fact that Villa went 2-1 down, shot themselves in the foot again, as it were, and, and they, they immediately fought back. So I thought, yeah, fantastic performance. And I thought it was a turning point because the players drag themselves off the canvas and give United a, a, a jab of their own and come back and got a point. Could have been all three. Jack Grealish had that chance at 2-1, 1-1. Uh, um, he lay on the turf rise, he's known he should have scored. But fantastic. I thought, yeah, they'd have proved the point to themselves more than anything. That we can come to the big big stadiums and and play, and play our game and not, not be overruled by the occasion. Fully frustrating the, the Man, U, Man U crowd. Yeah, good good afternoon at the office. Solid showing. Deans was chuffed in the end with it and to me it's kind of you said about silencing the Man United crowd now we know it can go be a bit of a library anyway but this kind of Clout and Blue Army as I call them the Villa fans have been last couple of years have been to Rotherham and they've yeah. owned it there yeah. and you know what I mean they've been to, to talk, give me another poor example in the Championship with, you know what I mean yeah Brentford's and whatnot. They've, they've been there and they've kind of taken over the ground but to go to Old Trafford and be you know that vocal all the way through kind of party time in a way isn't it, it is yeah and loving every step of the way uh, Villa are back now I'm looking I've been in this job nearly six months and behind the scenes is incredible what's going on I went to under 23s on Friday there's another massive complex behind the Bodymore training sets up there it's got a big club feel about it and Smith new deal on we'll come to that later new deal last week all, 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 the, all the pieces are in place now to kick, really kick on again and, and fully announce Villa back in the Premier League and they're, they're going a, a good way about doing that. Um, as for the supporters, yeah, selling out every week, enjoying themselves, going to play to the big stadium, silencing them um, regularly now. Um, yeah, really putting a good show. Um, supporters are loving, loving it. Uh, the owners there at Old Trafford on yesterday, Sunday. They must have been enjoying what they're seeing. Um, I mean, going to Man U, Villa, Villa going ahead. Grealish will come to him later. Great goal, Ming's whacking one in, and Villa looking. I had, had a swagger about him, and as I said, beyond the scenes now, there's there's some serious, serious things going on. Villa know what they're doing, to a T. Um, it's all all in place, and it's got a big club feel about it again, in the biggest league of them all. And yeah, I think the only way is up from here. I really do. Mention it, it's your birthday. And to me, you kind of represent the almost like forgotten generation of yeah. Villa fans because you've never seen Villa win anything. No. <coughs> now, I'm not quite old enough to see him win the, the biggest prize in 1982. I was only four years old then. But to actually be a Villa fan of your generation with that optimism and that hope, it must be a strange feeling. 
Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, we had the, um, I was too early for, I was in nappies still, when I was, well, we were in nappies when I was four, 1994 <laughs> Coco Cup final. Just started school, but I didn't know what football was. He was a light developer. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, we had the O'Neill here, didn't we? Which is quite good, on the, on the cusp of greatness there, nearly Champions League. Had that Cup final man, man, against Man U again. But yeah, I mean, just, just so much positivity going around. I mean, it was this time last year, Dean Smith's come in, we're thinking, well, all right, it can settle us down a bit, but the, um, the, amount, the, amount, the where we're coming in such a short space of time is, is remarkable, really, compared to compared to other clubs. Villa are on, right on an upsurge. It's like a jug, I've called it a juggernaut. really are going at some speed up the league. And, yeah, I harp on about the 12 new players, but I've watched them closely yesterday, Old Trafford, and I've seen them close hands now. They're all part, all, the, squad, the, the team there is really close knit. They're all talking to each other, high fives. I've seen their Instagram stories, really cl- close, close knit squad together. And I, I can't say anything more positive about the team and what, what, what they're assembling there, what they're building, both on and off the pitch. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think the good times are, are ahead of us, I really do. We had Wembley last year. Brilliant memories. I think, yeah, I think well, the Carabao Cup coming up. I think a cup, a cup, a cup final is down. Is on the only on the, on the horizon. So, yeah, I think yeah, the, the fucking party fact, party mood with the fans and everyone. Everyone's right behind it. So, yeah, so everyone's feeling good. Let's talk about the kind of leader of the pack then, um, Jack Grealish. We listen. We, we need to have a separate slot in the podcast every week. I think yeah, we because he's the main man. He's the main talking point. Um, He's, at, he's going to ping that one in top corner yesterday. Beautiful goal. Yeah. So so easy on the eye. Beautiful goal. He can do that, can't he? He can do that. He can. He needs to... Oh, God, what, what, who are we to challenge Jack really? But yeah, I know. If he can start delivering that week in, week out, yeah. and he's still doing it for Aston Villa, yeah. what, a, what, a, what a marriage made in heaven that'll be. It is, it is. I just loved his little casual celebration yesterday. He didn't... He, when he usually scored previously, he'd give it some, but he just strolled around, strolled towards the strip for them, slid on his knees. Yeah, this is me. I'm enjoying myself. This is what I'm all about. I'm do, you think they're sort of, could, do you think they practice that knee slide? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Kind of. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's. Um, they're, they're all pretty good. I mean, I saw, I can't remember a couple of years ago, there's somebody wasn't there who kind of, was it Bolton or something? He got, he got it wrong and he kind of, his, his knee went down yeah, first yeah, yeah. and he bounced. Just enough dew in the grass at Old Trafford. So, so yeah. slick that is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Great goal. Um, what a player. And Smith said afterwards he's getting better and better, which is a scary proposition, really. Well, for me, he's, he's absolutely embarrassed Gareth Southgate now, to, to a certain extent. Not picking him. With the form he's in, it's uh, three goals in the last five, two assists. He's doing it every week now. Um, I'm running out of words to describe him. As a player, uh, he's, he's, he's um, really um, knuckling down on and off the pitch as well, and it, it's it's bearing fruit, isn't it? I could see him at a new camp one day or something like that. He's that good. Uh, I don't know if blow, blow Trump that much, but he's, yeah, if Barcelona's um, yeah. CEOs. No, watching this we're he's talking about interest. 500 million quid yeah, aren't we of course we are I think we want 10% of the deal don't we is that right man? yeah of course man yeah, yeah. bigging him up that much every week but yeah he's, he's Villa's main asset big word used by, by the hierarchy there asset and what an asset he is um, boy living his dream and strutting his stuff it's not phasing him at all yeah he's, he's doing it every week so watch out Chelsea Wednesday Leicester next week yeah, try and stop him you can't, you can't stop him at the moment and Villa have got a chance when he's on the pitch haven't they and I think it was his um, 
it was it was his auntie Patsy's birthday oh. yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know why he didn't have a shirt saying "Happy Birthday, Auntie Patsy" on it, but still. <laughs> um, in terms of in terms of Jack, you know, a couple of pundits. I think Robbie Savage has come out and said yeah. he's he's too good for Aston Villa. Uh, I think he could play. We, we've said this. I mean, you, you've been touting him for Barcelona. He could play at a high level, but does he need to? Can he? You know. Can Villa fulfil his ambitions? Uh, I mean, we're biased, aren't we? So of course we, can... we are. Yeah, of course we are. The only ambition for him now is probably Champions League football, perhaps, down, later down the line. He's 24 now. Things have been setting me up. wants to take Villa to Europe. And I know it's far-fetched at this stage, but let's, with the work going on behind the scenes, let's take it serious. Villa know what they're doing. It's a four-year plan now. They've given Smith the contract. He wants to take him into Europe. Okay, yeah, it may be a bit too soon to talk about that. But for, as for Grealish... He probably won Champions League football, really test himself at the highest level. England's a certainty. He'll be in the Euros, won't he? Touch wood, he won't get injured. He'll be, he'll be there, so he'll be testing himself against the best. I think he'll, he'll start straight into the starting 11 on this form. No question about it. So, yeah, I think it's a marriage made in heaven. You've said that. For a, for a boyhood fan, um, you want to play for your boyhood team, don't you? End of. So, yeah, I think he's enjoying what he's doing. Let's, yeah, consistency is key now. He's doing it on a regular basis. Let's have a full season out of him. Let's see what he can achieve. It's, yeah. You've said that he's embarrassed Southgate. Can you think of any reason why he's not in that squad? If you put yourself in Gareth Southgate's waistcoat, um, yeah. what do you think is stopping him? Um, I don't think he probably trusts him yet. Um, he's seen all the antics, hasn't he? Southgate's very um, corporate in that sense. So he's just testing him, testing his will and resolve, I think. He's had two years of keeping his nose clean. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I think he's saying how, how Grealish reacts to, to to the snub, maybe. Yes, he can pick Grealish, and, but he's got he's got enough. He's got E. Madison's in there and Mounts. He's, he's gone with. Um, I, I don't get why he hasn't chosen him. I believe maybe he's testing him on a personal level. See how he reacts, and he's reacting in the best possible way. But yeah, he does does bamboozle me as to why he's not in there yet. As Villa fans aren't that bothered, I don't think he's, he's with them. No, I don't. It's it strange, isn't it? It's kind of all, all well and good us kind of clamouring to play for England, and we'd love to see him play yeah. play for England and be be really proud of it. But if the, you know, whatever the byproduct of him not playing for England yeah. or whatever is him shining for Aston Villa, is him stepping up every game, yeah. either because he's got a point to prove or just because we know he's a fantastic footballer. Yeah. So be it, you know. Uh, Always mixed emotions about this because we've mm. seen we've seen players shine for England. We've seen Gareth, you know, play for, shine for Villa and play yeah, for yeah, England. Yeah. Gareth Barry, yeah. Ashley Young, um, yeah. James Milner, and then you know, eighteen months later they're up yeah. the M6, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Playing playing for for another club. So it'll come. It'll come. I'm I'm sure it will. Um, a player who's probably faded from the limelight. A little bit in in recent weeks is John McGinn. Um, we all thought that Old Trafford, with you know United yeah, being yeah. Linked, linked with McGinn, that that'd be the, the the time where he stepped up. Are we asking too much of McGinn? Because I think even when even mm. when he's not quite at it, yeah, he's still, doing yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, he's done so much at the start of the year. Yeah, I think um, you're asking too much. Yeah, you can't do it every week and. The lung busting runs every week and scoring every week. He's doing enough for me. Yeah, he's finding that midfield, making everyone tick. He's he's chasing down opposition, making them think. 
and giving the likes of Grealish the room to, to manoeuvre. So, yeah, no no concerns there at all, really. Um, players from the weekend, Mings had, had the error, didn't they? Pick up on Mings. Creeping into his game now, he had a couple at Newcastle as well. So, you know whether the complacency's getting in there. Um, he's like around the England setup now, isn't he? So, he wants to pick out the perfect pass every time. Yeah, but, I, was chatting, I was chatting before we, we started about Mings mm. and. I'm torn on this because I think one of the things that has made him such a hero and made him such a good defender to watch is that he's not panicked previously. I know it's different in the Championship between the Premier League, but he has kind of backed himself to have that extra touch and to try and deliver the right ball. So, okay, as a defender, it's about playing percentages, isn't it? And and you probably can buy yourself an extra touch and an extra look up in the Championship that you can't afford at at Old Trafford against the big boys but I don't think we should leap on him too much my main concern with that first goal that was conceded was how poorly the the ball into the box I mean it was a great ball into the box but how poorly the ball into the box was defended now okay we might not have given away that position if Mings had dealt with the ball responsibly in the first place Um, but again there was a time um, during the game where um, Martial tried to try to turn Mings and Mings stepped off yeah. gave himself the space yeah. nipped the ball off him kind of took mm. it to the corner and then rather than walloping it long played it back to heat and, and Villa were able to rebuild yeah. again yeah. so you know yeah Sometimes, I suppose it is that, isn't it? Sometimes it's right to play and sometimes it, 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 there's, not, there's not the time to play. But I don't think anybody getting no on the back of back of Mings no. is... I mean, I actually, and we probably touched on this last week, the centre-halves that, that Villa have got, yeah, yeah. you know, considering there's, there's no, no real Premier League experience no. in there, I think they've done, done brilliantly. I think the recruitment's been brilliant. Trusting, yeah. um, and that... Um, Mings has... He's a tone for the error anyway, hasn't he? Yes, yes. At the other end, quarter yeah. finish, that was, isn't Have a bit of that, yeah, on the volley. Uh, Matt Target said afterwards, you put it on a plate for him, I don't know about that. He still had a lot of work, so yeah. uh, kept him on the side. Weird that was, no one was celebrating, obviously, looking for the bar check, wasn't they, again? And that's horrible to me, that is. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of just the really... The fans didn't know what they were doing either. Like, is, is it in? Is it a little pause for about two minutes? It's ridiculous, isn't it? the pure emotion of football yeah. is that moment when the ball hits the, hits the net, and you're thinking, well... No, I'll just have a polite handshake for now, yeah. and then we'll we'll wait and see. Yeah. And then by the time the you know the the referee yeah. gives it the all yeah. the all clear, you're not going to start kind of knee sliding then, are you? No, no, no. To be honest. Oh, um, no. So it's funny actually. I just watched the the highlights again on on Man United TV last night, and uh, Paddy Creran, the old uh, old United star was doing the commentary yeah. and he was rowing with his uh, he was doing the co-commentary and he was rowing with the main commentator because the commentator said oh and he's onside and Paddy Curran no he's not onside he's not onside <laughs> one-eyed <laughs> I think he was onside mate just yeah. about um, it's Chelsea next yeah don't really get any easier but again rather be United away Chelsea away than Rotherham away and course, yeah. all due respect to somebody else in the championship away yeah. Um, what's your thoughts going into this one? Yeah, um, there'll be a change here. Freddie Gilbert's suspended. So he's five bookings, so I think Almo will come in. He'd been there, been to the bridge many times, Almo, experienced head, great backup cover, so he'll, he'll, he'll start straight in there. Yeah, speaking to the Chelsea reporter, football at London, he said uh, Chelsea are struggling at home lately. Um, back to back last year, I lost to West Ham weekend, and Lampard's somewhat hit a sticky patch, so hopefully that continues. Um, they've lost 8-0 there before haven't they but it's, yeah. it's, 8-0 7-1 yeah. yeah 
moved, moved, moved on since then and completely different now. So, all set up for a good game. I wonder if Tammy's going to be fit. He's touch and go for it. Um, JT's back for a okay, hero's reception, I'm guessing. Um, Charles fans would be surprised not on their, their backroom team with all, all they've got. They've got Jodie Morris and McAuley's on there as well. So, they've got an old boys reunion there. But Terry's loving life at Villa at the moment, and rightly so. Yeah, I think Villa can go there and upset the odds once more. Yeah, and they've done it in all the other big grand decisions. So, nothing to fear. Yeah, let's go for it. It's funny the JT one, isn't it? Because that was yeah. one of the reasons that he said he came to Villa. Um, didn't want to play against them. Because he didn't want to play against them, and now he's going to be he's going to, them, to try and mastermind their downfall, yeah. certainly their downfall on Wednesday night. Um, you mentioned uh, Gilbert being out for the match because he's totted up five bookings. Mm. What have you thought of him? Brilliant. So far. Superb. Uh, pace in abundance. Loves a slide tackle. Gets the slide tackles right as well. Okay, yeah, he's picked up five bookings. But, uh, more often <laughs> Gets them right, except for five. Yeah, five. But more often than not, <laughs> no, he kept up with Rashford yesterday. It was up with Dan James as well. was rapid. Um, Gilbert's brilliant signing. Five million quid or something around that ballpark. It's pennies, isn't it? Um, great signing. Looks a part of the team. Really up for Probably like a, like a fan's favourite almost. Freddie Gilbert. Um, great personality around the camp as well. Can play, not, not afraid to bomb on as well. Smith Lawrence is attacking fullbacks. Him and Matty Target have slotted in really well. Yeah, solid Tony. Love him. Do you think that's where Villa might miss out with Gilbert being out and Elmo playing because you've got El Ghazi potentially being mm, out yeah. as well? Um, so that right flank is gonna is gonna look. A little bit different. Yeah, true. Um, they'll have Pulisic or William, possibly. Flanking either Tammy or, uh, or Batshuayi. But yeah, Al Ghazi. Fans are loving him now, I tell you. The, the Villa timeline, he's really coming to his own, showing his form. Got an assist yesterday, although coming off straight away. Took a whack to the knee for playing it over to Grealish. He's a goal scorer, isn't he? Spoke to Ron Axton last week. He's Villa's best uh, favourite. He's his favourite player for Villa El Ghazi really likes it, the Dutch winger um, comes alive in the box got a goal scoring he uh, knows where the net is and he's, he's starting to show that consistent Villa, Villa fans have craved he's, I mentioned he's blue out and cold previously but yeah he's, he's adding to his games he's 25 so a lot of learning there he's come from the Ajax Academy he knows how to play and Smith's getting a good, a good tune out of him so it'll be a miss yeah I think so but Trezeguet coming yesterday you know similar job to, to El Ghazi so Villa have cover there um, yeah, I mean, playing well. All the lads are playing well. Our guys, especially. So, I'll be getting back for Leicester if he's, if he's not, not, not up to it. So, there's going to be, looks like there's going to be two enforced changes down down the right with what we, what we think Trezeguet for, for Al Ghazi yeah. and Al Mohamedi for, for Gilbert. Do you think that Smith will make any more changes? Do you think is there, is there a chance for mm. Marvellous to come back in? Possibly, or? yeah. See how the legs are. Douglas Ruiz yesterday, yeah. He was uh, pretty understated in there. He's uh, never gets um, flummoxed in a big stadium. He's so calm on the ball. It's incredible, really. Um, possibly could freshen it up midweek game. Uh, two away, away trips on the bounce. We could keep it consistent. I'm not too sure what it'll do, to be honest. You've Leicester on Sunday. So there's a few days rest in between that. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the only, re- the only position I see. Uh, risk really freshening up that way Marvellous Nakamba coming in had a bit of fresh legs in there bit of impetus in the middle but yeah we'll see that's the only position I see changing perhaps not being forced with the right flank so we'll see so we've got um, got to talk about Dean Smith 
four-year contract. Um, times when some newly promoted Premier League clubs could get a little bit kind of, yeah. I don't know, trigger happy potentially with, with the club not having that much of a gap above the above the bottom three. Mm. It's a real sign of real statement of support, isn't it, from Villa? Huge, massively. Uh, four years as well. He signed, signed last last October, so they're really backing into the hills. Yeah. And rightly so as well. He, he got Villa promoted a year before the plan, as it were, and uh, he's been rewarded for that. You could say it was a strange time. But was it though? Villa announcing. Dean Smith's new contract yeah. on the day that Arsenal sat their manager. That, that ain't a coincidence, oh, mate, I'm telling you. I was just sniffing around. There's loads of managers that have got the boot now. Now, Watford yesterday, uh, Marco Silva, Everton's struggling as well. But it's, yeah, Villa are proud, proud of the, the man they've got in the hot seat. Villa through and through. And yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak, I, I write about Dean, I love Dean. Um, so down to earth as well. Realises the job he's got, doing the best he can, and be, really building something here. Um, yeah, he's talking about the dizzy hot to Europe. He wants to be the man. He wants. He said, "I want to be the one." He takes him back to Europe. So he's got a challenge. He's very determined. He's Dean, very hard working as well. He was at the under twenty threes on Friday at six o'clock on a freezing Friday night, watching the lads there. So um, he's taking it all seriously behind the scenes as well. Um, and Villa are building something there. Yeah. They know what they're doing. And Dean's at the forefront of that. Christian Perslow spoke glowingly of him. Um, he's like Perslow says, the heartbeat of everything we're doing here. Um, and rightly so that then two get on really well but as for Dean he's, yeah I mean he spoke volumes yesterday coming away from Old Trafford he was frustrated there because he thought Villa could, could have got something again so frustrations are good for me um, in that sense coming away from Old Trafford like that so too the, the other results this year so he'll be looking to build again and uh, yeah he, tests himself, he loves testing himself against the best and he will do so again at the bridge in Leicester next week so yeah, long, long live Dean. Long live Dean. <laughs> long live. I've got a, a, a theory that he kind of quite likes this kind of boiled Villa fan narrative because I think by a lot of people, us included, focusing on that, people forget actually what a shrewd coach is okay, in yeah. terms of a tactician, in terms of his recruitment, in terms of his man management. So I think he's happy to kind of, yeah, if that's what you think, if you think I've got the job just because I, yeah, I, wear, screen, I wear a scarf, that's fine. Yeah. I've got the job because, yeah. you know, I've accumulated this amount of knowledge yeah. kind of the hard way, if you like, yeah, the, 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 all, the, the proper way. Um, so I think I th- you don't just become a Premier League manager by being a fan of a club you have to be you have to be the real deal um, and the, the thing the thing that, that impresses me about him mm. is that he just kind of you know this is a big deal isn't it Huge, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know but he just takes it he takes it on his, his shoulders and you know he can communicate whether it's with the tea lady yeah. down at Villa Park whether it's with the higher echelons of the yeah. club with the, the, the CEO and the owners whether it's his players you know the supporters he, he just seems to be such a kind of statesman like figure yeah, so but without any edge to him yeah 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 definitely. is that a great bar thing uh, sure uh, it must be, must be. <laughs> nah. um, yeah so affable talk to anyone um, and uh, yeah I think yeah, I can't speak all enough of him but yeah I think that fa- the fan image yeah, acts as a client blue smoke screen if you like yeah, I think that of me, but he, he, he is a serious manager. He's, he's only six months in, well, not even six months into Premier League life. He's the first ever manager, gentlemen. Yeah. So um, he's taking it like a duck to water. He's not, not phasing him a bit, so he's, he's going toe to toe with the managers on the touchline, pitting his wits against the best, and he, he's, he's, he's loving it, and he's earned his stripes to do so. So, yeah. 
On the, the great bar thing, I know that kind of within your first couple of weeks of the job, we had, we got you to go and do a little bit of kind of delving, yeah, yeah, yeah. delving behind the, the scenes. Club, yeah. I mean, the community's really proud of him, aren't they? Oh, God, so. yeah. yeah, I popped into the, the, the Con Club, the Conservative Club, back of the Scott Arms. Yeah, he said, Dan used to pop him, he, 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 he at the time, at Sheffield Wednesday at the time, I think he, in his tracksuits, he used to have a, a shandy after a match, and um, they love him there. He's, he's had a Q&A there as well. Big family man, he's Dean. Uh, Logs his privacy as well, which, which is understandable. Keeps himself to himself. He's got a job to do at the end of the day. But yeah, I spoke to him last week about, about the menu coming up, and he said, Yeah, I was at the cup final in '94, got the car down after I played the You're day. You've still been before. nappies then, weren't you, as a four year old? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, he's embracing it all, and everyone's proud of him. And to come from our neck of the woods as well. He's, and going to play at the big big stages against the Guardiola's and that it's just incredible so yeah love him so we've got some Twitter questions first one's about Dean Smith since you were just talking about him this is kind of a negative about Smith though so no, don't, don't worry don't want to go too heavy but uh, Stephen says are you slightly surprised by the reluctance of Smith to make subs earlier in games go on after you subs too early in games it doesn't make subs early in games he leaves it too late leaves before he freshens them up uh, I think he, he logs the 11 he's got on there he's I think um, for me, he's he's implementing a plan. They've got a game plan, and he will see through to the end. But he took lands lands beyond with ten to go yesterday for Hurahan. Yeah, Hurahan didn't do much in the game. Lands were coming out at a pot shot. Uh, Kaja's not getting a look in at the moment for Kaja. So he's, he's, Wesley's playing a lot a lot of minutes. I asked him about Wesley's body. Can he do this uh, last week? And uh, so obviously we've got three three games in a, in a week this coming up. And he's not he's not using Kaja, um, which is, says a lot for me. Even if took him on last ten or fifteen, I don't think he trusts him. You know, no, he doesn't. I think if you look at when he threw him on against Liverpool, I'm not saying that, that, yeah. that Villa capitulated because Jonathan yeah. Kaja came on. They capitulated because they were playing the Champions yeah, of Europe I think so. and the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. You know, winners to be. Yeah. But I just think, listen, for all, all Wesley's faults, yeah, he don't he don't overcomplicate it. You know, he tries to get the the ball. You know, under under his control. Whereas, yeah. I just think he thinks with the ten, min, ten minutes of last last ten minutes of games when there's one yeah. goal in it or exactly. they're level, I just don't think he can afford. No. You know, a codger step over that no. loses the ball and puts Villa back under. I think it. so, yeah. No, uh, yeah. And I don't think he trusts. Matt, probably probably harsh saying he doesn't trust his shadow squad. Yeah. Because I just think that. 140 million don't get you that no. much in the Premier League nowadays. No. They've spent that and they've spent that on their first 11 yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, so we said this last week, there's probably, we've got 13, 14 Premier League, yeah. Premier League class players and, and, and the rest are yeah. not making up the numbers but not quite at that level. So yeah. I think he thinks I would rather get every last drop at the players that I've got and so. then trust trust the medical team trust the nutritionist trust, yeah. trust, the, trust the recovery to get them back up and running yeah. than risk a slightly inferior player who undoes the good work of the previous moment. the yeah. previous 60, 70 exactly. minutes so I think so I'm not saying that, that that's that's not always the case I'm sure these these opportunities where Dean Smith could have you know taken a look at somebody and thought you ain't doing it for me today and then have somebody good to go mm. but I think it's that I think he, he knows that he's got a kind of a stellar cast of 11 or 12 or 13 players yeah. and he wants them on the pitch to give Villa the best possible opportunity yeah. when he can I think uh, so yeah 
Uh, a guy called Boise asks about uh, John McGinn needing a rest. He said there was a period last year where he got tired, had a bit of a break, and came back kind of re-energised and firing on, firing on all cylinders. Is that something that we can afford to look at, resting McGinn? Not for me, no. I think Villa, Villa are weaker without him. End of. Even if he's not pulling up trees like he usually does. Uh, again, we spoke about it just then. Smith wants to get every drop out of his best player, so no, he's fine. He's, he's putting his real shift in. You're not going to score two every week, or whatever, and and run through brick walls every week. But he's, he's yeah, he's, he's doing fine for me. Keep him in there. We're much better without him. Much dangerous without with him. Sorry, and yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? You could probably. I mean, the thing is with McGinn, he doesn't get the international breaks recovered, does he? Because he's such an important player. For, for Scotland as mm. well whereas Grealish not being called up at least gives him that little yeah. little bit of respite um, I don't know I'm torn on this because I think a I don't know what should we say a 60% John McGinn at full capacity he's probably still got more energy and more yeah. a, a bigger knack of influencing games and of setting the tone and of playing this high pressing game than the alternatives, to be honest, which comes back again to yeah. the strength in depth or the, or the lack of strength in depth. Mm. Um, I don't know, but I, I, I take your point. If, if McGinn was taken out of the firing line for for two weeks and then came back all all firing, you know, firing on all cylinders, then perhaps perhaps he would make a difference. But what happens in the two weeks when he's not exactly. there? Can, yeah. can Villa afford? Exactly, it would be nice. It would be nice yeah. to bring someone in and give him a. A week's rest. It would be nice, but I think that's the challenge. For, that's the challenge for next summer to try and yeah, I think so. Just keep gradually evolving and improving this squad and making sure that mm. you know that the, the backup's good. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think so. Somebody else asked, does this feel a little bit like a turning point that we can kind of go to Old Trafford and feel like we can compete again? I think so. I think we we touched on that earlier. I think it'd have felt more of a turning point if they'd gone and won the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's Old Trafford. It's still a hell of a place to go. Not a particularly great Man United team compared to compared to what we used to, but Ash made the point that having conceded that goal uh, to go two one down, it was kind of I don't know sink or swim, stick yeah. or twist, whatever whatever you want to call it. It was a big moment. So to actually think, hang on, we ain't having that. <laughs> you know, yeah. We've we've sweated so much, yeah. we've put so much into this. We're gonna we're gonna get back into this and to do it so quickly I think that that was a statement there, were, there wasn't anybody feeling sorry for themselves when that um, when that second United goal went in it was like come on we can't do this we've got to learn from this we've been here before we've wasted opportunities before we don't want to waste any opportunities anymore um, so I think from that point it was a it was a a real statement but to me it only becomes a statement if they go to Chelsea and pick something up if they get something I mean we got Chelsea Chelsea and Leicester now yeah. I don't know am I, am I dreaming to think that Villa could get two or three points from that <laughs> no 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 don't think so they've been in every game this year apart from um, Man City the second half seen the results yes there's only a couple of goals in, 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 in each of them to be fair nothing in it yes we were Pretty bust, bust at Wolves to be honest. Yeah. Up until they scored the second, Villa were in the game still. So Villa have been in every game almost this year. They've got, they've got a chance in every game for me, especially with Grealish's form and Wesley's not 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 firing yet. He's goalless in six now, but yeah. once he gets a goal, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I think it was a big moment. Final question is obviously Jack Grealish related. Always comes back to him. 
Uh, it's from Adam Wright. He says, could Jack's omission from the England squad work to our advantage? Seems to me he's a man on a mission. We know that he's England's best and he's about to show the rest of the country that he's England's best. Couldn't be prouder of him. Obviously, we talked about the fitness of international breaks and stuff like that, but him being fired up and wanting to prove a point is good for Villa. I think so, but I think I think Jack Grealish should be fired up and wanting to prove a point for Villa anyway. He came back from a long injury last last season. I don't think he, he inspired Villa to a ten game run because he was thinking it was going to bring England honours necessarily. I yeah. think I think he's highly motivated anyway. Uh, there's been a I don't know a shift change. There's been there's been there's been something in his mind in the last couple of years and he speaks very highly of John Terry and the influence that, that he's, he's had with him about living your life right, about this kind of making the absolute maximum of what you've got. And I think, I think those, I think, listen, I think those qualities and the, the, the abundance of ability that they've got will get him in the English squad before too long anyway. Um, so we're probably the next conversation we'll be having is why is he not starting every week? Why is he not the captain? Why is he not, why is he not doing this? But, just making random noises now rather than uh, speaking I just think that we always want more don't we we always want oh we want Jack Grealish playing for England I really and this is very unpatriotic of me if Jack Grealish continues to shine like that for Aston Villa I couldn't really give a damn whether he plays for England only for the lad's sake because he deserves it and the family's sake because because they deserve it but in terms of anything else I don't want anything that's going to unsettle him from from Aston Villa I want him to actually realise his potential his club potential you know it will come it will come but (laughs) selfishly (laughs) I really don't care I want him to to spark off Aston Villa and okay scoring goals uh, uh, Old Trafford isn't going to keep priorities away from him. I don't want people, you know, despite me and you banging on about how bloody good he is, yeah. I, I don't want people to to, <laughs> to come and take him away, no, to be no, honest. No, I don't think he would anyway. Right, that brings us to the end of the latest episode of Clout and Blue. Thanks as ever for tuning in. You can get us on, let me remember, Acast, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. We want all the feedback that we can get. Um, warts and all but be gentle with us because we're very fragile Uh, until next time thanks for tuning in